This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm raising a glass to toast to our special guest from a very special company that advocates for dogs and other pets. What's my cocktail choice? Well, today it's going to be Tito's Handmade Vodka on the rocks. Please welcome to our show, the program manager for Tito's Vodka for Dog People, the possum, Beth Belanti. Welcome to the show, Beth. Oh, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) It's kind of neat. You don't know my other life. I also am a licensed bartender, so I do know a little bit about vodka, so we can dive into that. But since it started more than 20 years ago, Tito's Handmade Vodka has been going to the dogs in a very good way. And we're going to find out how and why and what you can do maybe to get involved after we take this break. So, you know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Hey, Pet Pals, Arden Moore here from the Old Behave Show, talking to you about a great company called Natural Farm. They make all-natural dog chews and bones. Yum, yum for the dogs. They are single ingredients. They're very nice to the environment, and they support a lot of animal welfare groups. Check them out for your dogs. They're bully sticks, gullet sticks, collagen sticks, and peanut butter, chicken, and other flavors. You get to choose what chew for your dog, go to naturalfarmpet.com. Pause up. Use promo code BEHAVE15 for 15% off storewide. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm digging my guest. Her name is Beth Volanti. She's with Tito's Handmade Vodka. She's got the dream job, everybody. She's in charge of Tito's Vodka for Dog People program. I don't know. You had me at whoop. You had me at Tito's. Seriously, growing up, did you think one day I'm going to run a program for dogs from a vodka distillery company? No. And my wildest dreams, I never imagined either thing, but I was, you know, rescuing dogs since my first memory because my parents did that. So that part is not surprising. It's just, I've been doing it no matter what job I had. And it just morphed into something at Tito's that touched a lot of hearts and it just kept growing. So are you from the Austin area? Where'd you grow up? I grew up on the East coast. My dad was a 
on the Navy submarines in Groton. So, but I was born in Kansas City and I spent a lot of time there too, but I've been in Austin since 1998. Wow. That makes you almost a legit Texan, right? <laughs> I'd love to believe that. Yeah. <laughs> and you're in the cool city. I'm in Dallas. You're in Austin, which is, how do you describe Austin? Keep Austin weird, they say. That's right. That's right. So people know about Tito's as a vodka. And I want you to be part historian and part advocate for pets. And everybody, I want you to pay attention because June 23rd is the day that some companies allow you to take your dog to work day. And it was started years ago by Pet Sitters International. It's a pet sitting group, ironically, Patty Moran. And you guys from day one, you're like, we don't really need to do it just one day a year. What is the deal for well-mannered dogs or other pets? What's the policy at Tito's? Well, the, the, what's funny is that we never asked permission or or even discussed it as an idea. But okay. when it was just the distillery, there were no offices. It was just literally the distillery shack. Um, and so Tito, you know, had his dog with him every single day, you know, for 17 years, she never left his side. And then when the strays started coming, you know, we started rescuing them. It's a kind of a rural area. And some of the guys at the distillery working with Tito would, would bring a dog along, you know, it was, it's kind of, it's a rural area. So we've got dog yards and, and whatnot. They had more than enough space for them. And then later on, when we got offices, it was just me in the office because we didn't have employees really outside of the distillery. Wow, you have been there a while. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So I had a dog named Wookie and I also had her for 17 years and I took her everywhere. Even when I went on the road to help Tito, he would make sure I had what I needed to bring her along. And so I just started, you know, bringing her to the office uh, when we got an office. And then sooner or later, things kept going better. We started hiring people and so it just, it, you know, it was just automatic. Like, you know, Tito's got his dog at work. We got our dogs at work. I like that. I mean, let's go back in time. What was that famous, in case it shows up on, you know, Jeopardy as a question, and I hope you're a contestant because you're going to know this. What was the name of the first dog who actually was with the founder, Tito, of Tito's Handmade Vodka? Come on, give us that answer right. for 200, please, Beth. I feel so lucky that I actually got to know her. Her name was Dog Joe. It, she was a girl, but Tito's really into the, the word mojo. You know, he loves mojo. mojo. So okay. she was the dog version, he said, of mojo. She was a white shepherd mix. So because he had her at the distillery and her food was out, that's probably what started attracting the stray dogs in this area of town who today we're at 130. We had a puppy show up this morning who, so we're figuring that out right now. So over these 25 years, the dogs just because of where the distillery is that, you know, they, they're kind of feral and whatnot. So they're not booze hounds because they heard there's a distillery. <laughs> I mean, seriously, well, they're going for the chow, not for the drink, right? Right. But there is some truth in what you said, because the way that I thought I could get them adopted easier as we rescued them was to call them distillery dogs so that people would want a dog from Tito's. And so oh. now there are, you know, there's been 130 so far. And those are the dogs you see on all of our marketing. Those are, are the real dogs that we, we rescue. And the dogs that go with your co-workers, you have a cool name for the dogs that come to work. What are they called? They are called co-woofers. The ones uh, that are constantly often. Okay. Yes. Yes. Honorary co-workers. So it sounds like to me, Beth, you wear many collars at Tito's. 
you are helping save abandoned or lost dogs, but you also run this program that helps dogs all over the place. And you're kind of, are you like the mama dog to make sure everybody's dog that comes to work is uh, minding their P's and Q's? Yes. We, after a while, had so many dogs at the office that we did have to create a policy, an office dog policy that everyone signs. And that is something that we share with other companies. Um, If they contact us and are interested in becoming dog-friendly offices, we love to help out and inspire that and help it run smoothly. Not that it's so. What you know, are a few? What are a few of the the tips you can give other companies as they're growing and more and more people love their dogs and they're coming back out of COVID. They don't want them home alone all this time. I think you used the phrase when I interviewed you for the uh, Dogster Magazine article on Take Your Dog to Work Day. X expectations. Come on, you're as honey as I am. So tell us a few tips to help people who may be thinking about take participating in take your dog to work day or coming up with a corporate policy that allows under certain conditions, good, well-mannered pets to come with you to work. So you guys have been doing it for decades. So what are some tips you can share? Yeah, we've learned a lot about this. Um, you know, tips are people need to be very present with their pet at work. So, you know, there's no leaving them in a room by themselves when they go do something or, you know, everyone has to like really commit to working with the dog to make sure it can behave, taking it out, you know, but that's a really good kind of bonding break kind of thing. But and and companies are finding out that when you bring a dog to work, you actually work longer because you're not racing home to get to your dog. Um, So we also like everyone. Yeah. We make sure that all dogs are on a leash. We don't allow dogs in the um, like in the lobby area because we have people coming for meetings. So the lobby is off limits. The lunchroom is off limits. And if there are people who don't want to be around dogs, that's something that you kind of figure out as far as office space goes, where there may be a section where, you know, people who don't bring them just just don't want that vibe over there. Hardly ever happens, of course. But, um, but you do need to, to kind of just respect, you know, the the boundaries of the dog people and the non-dog people and just have a really comfortable place, you know, and everyone has to sign it and, um, you know, dogs have to have all their shots and manners and whatnot. So, you know, I'm coming to work at uh, at Tito's, you know, I got Kona. She's a certified therapy dog. And uh, what should I bring? I mean, I'm bringing my briefcase, but what should I bring for Kona? I'm not taking a job at Tito's, everybody. I'm just imagining, dreaming. So what would be good for someone to bring for their dog? while they're working well things that keep the dog busy of course you know <laughs> kind of challenging toys and that kind of thing we usually have a bunch of supplies kind of at work already but um you know a dog bed so something comfortable and, and treats and whatnot you know to get to keep their them kind of practicing the good manners and whatnot that helps too so on a given day how many dogs are there working or actually napping side by side with the folks at tito's <laughs> It's funny. We actually have had, there were so many dogs that we had to almost like have a sign up sheet where, you know, Ooh, like a lottery got to be <laughs> like, you know, like 15 is almost too many, you know, chaos wise. So we kind of did. And usually it was always, for the most part, there's usually a seven average a day, That's but right. if it gets to be too much. You do have to kind of tone it down a little bit. So they're not doing Wordle, they're, you know, they're not doing the Excel sheets for you and all that. But what are the bennies of like, do you have a dog now that you take to work with you? I do. I have three dogs and 
one of them is the most happy there, I would say. Like, he's social. His name is Roy. Hi, Roy. He's one of my first little dogs. This is Roy. Roy, 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 Roy. So Roy looks like a chihuahua on steroids. Yep, he's a big chihuahua. I I should get his DNA done and see if there's anything else going on there. But he uh, he's wonderful. He's social. He gets along with everyone. And um, I think he likes the one-on-one time with me, too. What about the other two that prefer to be homebodies? One of them is um, pandemic adoption. And so she's just a little unsure of everything outside of the house right now. And, I, and I'm going to work harder on getting her more social. And then I have... Well, what's her name? She's listening. She really yeah, wants to hear her name. I'm trying to get in here. Her name is Red Betty. She's a red chihuahua. Red Betty? From, from, yeah. Okay. All right. Red Betty right. is just like a unicorn. She's a special, special girl. She got us through some really hard times in 2020. And then um, I inherited a dog that I took care of at the distillery for, for 10 years. Her name is Talkie. It's her picture, actually, right up here. That's Talkie. Talkie. Talkie was a distillery rescue, and she decided that she loved the distillery most. We tried to get her adopted, and she wasn't into wherever she went. And so she came back and we said, all right, well, we'll all take care of Taki at the distillery. So I just retired her to come live with me. And um, that's, it's been wonderful for both of us just to finally be together every day. And she's adjusted wonderful um, at 10 years old, finally. <laughs> so so you seem to have a desire for Chihuahua kinds, right? Just Is that lately, a chihuahua? Um, I got one from my mother. I say, well, I got a street chihuahua uh, rescue from Houston from my mother. And that kind of just set everything off with me and little dogs because I've never had them before. But now I'm a big chihuahua fan. Well, we just lost our 90 pound Bernie's mountain dog mix named Bujo. Uh-huh. And during the pandemic on the streets and in our neighborhood showed up little Emma, my Gemma, who is eight pounds, pencil legs. Poi Pudo, Chihuahua, and who knows what else, but she is 100% four-on-the-floor dog, and I'm very honored to have her, but I've, I'm like you. I've never had such a little dog, but she's cool. Yeah, I know. I can't believe I'm this person now, but I I would have 10 of them, but then no one would ever come over again. <laughs> hey, um, hey, everybody. We're speaking with Beth. Belanti, she is got the coolest job in the world. She runs at uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka. She's in charge of their, what do you want to call it? Vodka for Dog People program. I mean, I already love the job description. That sounds great. We're going to dive in and find out how this company and people like Beth are doing their best to give back to dogs and others with four legs in need. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Margaret Cho. I'm with Arden Moore on the Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. So please listen. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is a Chihuahua's queen. Chihuahuas everywhere are yapping in your honor, Beth Belanti of Tito's Vodka. I mean, you said you've had bigger dogs before. What kind of dog was Wookie? She was a chow mix from Kansas City from Wayside Waves. And then I got really into rescuing uh, Catahoula leopard dogs for a while. So I had a whole bunch of those. Oh, yeah. Those and are good. I yeah. also always, always have a dog from the distillery that I've rescued that I adopt as well. So right now it's Taki. And before that was Stella. She lived to be 17 as well. And um, she passed away last year. Um, but so I always have a, a dog from from work as well. That's not bad. You know, what I notice when you go on the site, you have dog toys. Can you describe people what they look like? Because it sounds like that's that was a no brainer in the design. Yes, uh, we do a toy that looks like a Tito's bottle. It's made by Pride Bites, who are incredible. It's an incredible company. Uh, we actually are throwing a, a party with them Sunday here at South by Southwest. But we have all kinds of different uh, merch for pets at uh, titosvodka.com slash store. And you can pick uh, a charity that you want the purchase to benefit. And that is... Uh, That's nice. Yeah, is a Mansa pet here in Austin that's... We're, hoping that their business model can go nationwide for low-cost spay-neuter. Yeah, let's dive into that. It's E-M-A-N-C-I Pet. Tell us a little bit about that group. It's a nonprofit. And how did Tito's and this group get together? Was it over a shot of of vodka? (laughs) Nope. It was over all those dogs we were rescuing. Uh, They were a low-cost clinic and very lean years of, of Tito's. You know, we didn't have the money to help all these dogs, um, you know, at a regular vet because, you know, they just kept coming. Plus we had our own dogs. So Emancipet had a uh, unit, like a mobile unit that would go out to rural parts outside of Austin and do low cost uh, wellness. And so that was the way we were able to take care of them. And so once we started doing better and started making the dog stuff, we thought, well, let's pay it forward to Emancipet so that we can help them grow to help more people afford to have a pet because, you know, costs should not keep you from having a beloved family member. So that's why yeah, we agree with them all these years. Well, I also understand because I did a little sniffing around the site because there's a whole section on the Tito's website about what you're doing with dogs. You actually help uh, some groups get dogs from here to there. Can you explain that? We do. And I'll say Waka for Dog People is called a dog program because our story is about dogs, but the program actually helps nonprofits with any kind of animal nonprofit. So we we help bats and horses and alpacas and donkeys. It's all over the place, but it is a lot of dogs. And we do work helping fund some transports where a lot of animals, like before a hurricane, you want to move the adoptable animals out of the area that's about to have a storm so that when animals, if they get lost and picked up and brought, 
there's space for them to wait for their owners to come find them. So we do a lot of clearing ahead of storms with a group called Wings of Rescue. We also work with pet rescue pilots. And then on the ground, we work with a bunch of rescues who transport southern dogs because we have overpopulation here. And um, if there's room up north at shelters or adopters who are looking for, you know, they want a a Texas pet or, you know, a pet saved from something going on down here, we have a pretty regular schedule of helping with transports. And then we also work with Kathy Bissell from Bissell Pet Foundation. And we do some collaborations with her as well to help move animals to new homes or out of danger. And that's the vacuum company, right? Yeah. I mean, how are you juggling all of this? Every day is different and every day is full. You know, I was getting texts about a, a stray this morning at 7 a.m. Um, trying to, to get her cared, or him cared for um, and adopted as fast as we can. So, yes, every day is different. And, you know, we, we do lots of events to help nonprofits raise money so they can keep going and doing. I know you call them yappy hours, you know, that's pretty cool. So can you give us a story, an example of maybe a plane trip that was really memorable for you that actually got some dogs out of danger and maybe helped them find homes? Yeah, I actually just did my first flight where I was on the plane. Really? Yes. Like we'd been doing this for years and we had plans to, and then the pandemic hit and it all grounded. We were home for a while. I actually had breast cancer and I made it. And so I just did the flight that I was going to do before all that happened. And so I went to Puerto Rico and we helped 300 animals fly to New York and Maine to new families. And it was incredible. It was hard. We, you know, you, you load them in all night, then you get in the plane and and you can't really sleep in a cargo plane very easily. So it was a wild experience and um, so rewarding and amazing just to see one of our partners in Puerto Rico is the Sato project. And you should, what is that? They're amazing. How do you spell that? S-A-T-O, Sato. That's, that means dog for them. And so they, they rescue all of these, these dogs on the beaches and whatnot, who are, you know, feral or stray and reproducing too fast, of course. And so they, they're amazing. They, they, they help a lot of animals and we work closely with them in Puerto Rico. Well, my heart goes out to you with the diagnosis of breast cancer, but I have a feeling the healing power of pets, paw, paw power. How did that help you going through that tough time? Well, that's really what I was talking about in adopting little red Betty. I think there's a song go little red Betty, down, 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 little red Betty. I know it is not, <laughs> but I just I'm singing when you there say your be. dogs. They should be. You got yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. So tell us about this. Tell us about this. Small dogs, chihuahuas, they're just so comforting. You know, they're like sweet little heating pads and they want to lay in bed with you all day. And when I was really, really, you know, sick from from chemo, um, I was able to, you know, work from home and lay in bed and have my chihuahuas. And it definitely, it was very comforting for me. And they don't care if you're bald or, you know, they don't care how you're looking. (laughs) They just love you, you know. So it was very comforting. Well, having my first Chihuahua, Emma, my Gemma, she is a sweet little heating pad. I think that was like the best definition of a Chihuahua I've ever heard. And after the show, I'm going to introduce you to her because I want you to meet her. But what do you think about a corporate America business? Well, it started by Tito that had a dog and you guys are doing pretty well. 
and you have very clean, smooth vodka. Um, that's my choice. And don't worry, I'm not getting sponsored by you unless you want to. But as a bartender, I made 104 different cocktails when I hosted Meowie Hour with this uh, group Cat Fancier Association. I'm actually going to do a cocktail book. And I like smooth, clean vodka. And that's why I like your company. But I like your company because you're giving back. And I think that's what made you stick around for over 20 years. Right, Beth? Yes. Tito just had such sweet, pure intentions about his company and just wanting to do well enough to stay in Austin and, you know, keep it family. And so we were helping nonprofits just by showing up, you know, 20, 25 years ago with vodka and ourselves bartending for them at their events, you know? So it was, again, just like never a conversation of how to give back. We just were, it was just part of our DNA when we started. So over time, you know, the better we did, the more Tito wanted to like help solve problems and and help people. So, and then, you know, when the dogs I was putting on the internet to get adopted from the distillery got too popular. They were like, Beth, you got to go have another part of the website because the dogs are competing with the vodka now, right? So the philanthropy then took this turn to, it, you know, Emancipat was kind of the catalyst. But then our team members and other cities were like, well, we want to do yappy hours. We want to help our community nonprofits for with animals. And so that is how it evolved. I mean, the program became official 10 years ago. And I was already doing other jobs at Tito's, but I was able to train up the department that I was running and and figure out how to make Vodka for Dog People a, a real program for everyone at Tito's to activate wherever they live. And I know we've been going to the dogs on this episode, but do you have some cats that or other pets that sometimes show up at work? Is that right? Yeah, we have had some cats, not as often for whatever reason, but but we have rescued cats out there and... As far as the office goes, we've had a bunny and a hedgehog as well. <laughs> a hedgehog? Yeah. How was that hedgehog's personality? And did you have to uh, ID them before they could come in, make their, sure they're a legal hedgehog? Yes, yes. They have to be 21 and up. <laughs> <laughs> but what was that like to have a hedgehog walking down the hallway? Oh, no. It was just in a little... It had its own containment area. <laughs> so <laughs> it was safe. You have to keep them away from the dogs, of course. Yeah. So what do you think about this? Take your dog to work day, take your dog to work week, take your cat to work day. I mean, there's all these spinoffs. What does that say about how pets make us maybe better at our jobs? It makes everyone happier to be there, I think. But also for us, you know, it bonds us together as coworkers and friends in that if one of us is traveling, a lot of dogs just go to different coworkers' houses to, you know, like there's a lot of dog sitting between all of us. Oh, and nice. so if someone loses a pet or a pet is sick, you know, everyone just comes together for all of that. Like it really does um, bond to everyone. And again, we're just there. We're just there longer because we don't have to leave to go take care of, you know, we don't have guilt. Like we're, you know, and we're also like getting out during the day walking. And the dogs aren't doing Kegel practicing at home saying, hurry, hurry, hurry. Yeah. Wow. So anything coming up this year that you want to mention that uh, Tito's may be involved with involving dogs or other pets in need? You know, there's just thousands and thousands of things that happen um, with us helping nonprofits really all over. So some things that's, that stand out, you know, is we have this dog 
friendly party during this festival that's here this week on Sunday. And South by Southwest. Yeah, okay. we'll have lots of adoptables and and uh, different fun things for dogs and people. Hopefully the weather will hold up. We help sponsor a surfing dog competition in Galveston in July. We help sponsor Dog Day with the Astros, the dog-friendly baseball game. We do a lot of actually dog nice. support. We're doing um, an adoption day at the soccer team outside of Kansas City in May. And uh, last year we had a traveling dog art show. Artists painted um, 25 of our distillery rescues. And so oh, that nice. a few shows last year. And like, we're probably going to keep going with that tour and keep adding dogs to it. Cause you know, there's 130 something now. So we're going to keep the dog art show going. So you kind of watch for that as well. You never know where it'll pop up. And how do people find out on social media? Where do they go? Steer us in the right direction, Beth. We usually things are covered by the media. We can't always say exactly what we're doing. Because For Tito's site, how do I find out? Tito'sVodka.com. We also have a lot going on on Instagram every day. And that's at Tito's Vodka and at Vodka for Dog People on Instagram. Those are great places to go. All right. Well, on behalf of your chihuahuas and mine, I really appreciate you being on and what you're all doing to help the lives of pets. And you survived the show, right? That's right. Thank you so much. I had a great time. Hey, everybody. Let's give a shout out to uh, Beth Belanti. She's the one in charge of the, the Vodka for Dog People program at Tito's Vodka. And as you can tell, they do a lot and they keep doing a lot to help pets in need. I also want to do a shout out to my producer, Mark Winter. He's the surgeon of sound. Pet Life Radio is the largest pet radio network in the world. And humbly, this show is the longest-running pet podcast on the planet. Can't get rid of Mark and me. We've been on since 07 and keep going strong. Please check out uh, my site, ardenmore.com. I'd love you to follow me on YouTube, ardenmore. Easy, easy, easy. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, who's also sober right now, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.